Welcome to the Dear God Diaries, an audio journal designed to help you increase intimacy with God through journaling. We are your hosts, Aishana and Shanice. Welcome. Welcome. Dear God, the process I previously came out of was not an easy one, but I'm so grateful that you walked me through it. The money I had in my purse was to do something important, but it was still not enough to cover my expenses. Not the rent, not the food, or the transit fare combined. Yes, it could help to pay my fare on the bus for a few weeks. When the new boss wife told me I should stay home until the work permit was granted, I was not prepared for that. I knew I heard you said a long time ago to not worry about it because it would be granted. But what was taking so long? And again, the expenses were coming. But you had it all planned out. I didn't have to go out of the way to obtain money. When it got so pressuring day by day, I heard you clearly that you're teaching me to trust you. But it was unbearable. And it was as if I was mad at you for something I thought you could have done with sooner. I know you had all the powers to, especially to prove the naysayers wrong, who convinced themselves that you refused to listen to my prayers because I am a fake Christian. What gave them this authority to express that, I wondered. But it was their belief that a woman's hair should never be uncovered should be covered with a hat cloth or something she should never be clad in pants and she should never wear jewelries i still don't see that in your word they said my permit would not be granted especially since their relatives own was not but you did prove them wrong lord how can i forget to thank you for feeding me luxuriously every day at lunchtime without me having to pay a price Accept my faith in you. Thank you for not giving up on me when I wanted to. Love, writer. In this episode of the Dear God Diaries, we'll be talking about trusting God during the process. So Aishana, in your journal, you mentioned that you had to go through a lot of things. You endured backlash from others. Sometimes your faith was tested. So my question is, how do you trust God when the things that you're asking him for or believing him for is not manifesting in the natural? Honestly, it brought a lot of anxiety um, if I don't remember to focus on him. And you know, his word would have said uh, he gives perfect peace to those whose minds are on him. But trust me, the, the mind part kind of hard to stay upon him when you kind of look upon the situation and not on him. What does trusting God looks like to you? What does that really mean? It's definitely um, you not seeing with your physical eyes or sensing with your physical senses, but you just know what he said. You've heard it. You've said it probably through persons or he would have said it to you. And just having to believe that even though you don't see it, that is like, okay, Lord, I've seen here. You have so much things for your people in your word with Israel and, and Judah. So I'm sure you're going to do the same for me. So just really believe in that, even when it's just seem impossible. 
Okay, so trusting in God um, and trusting in his character and his track record of being faithful, as you just said a while ago. I'm sure God has shown up for you many times before that. And so when he gives you a word to say, okay, you're going to go through certain things, but just remember that I am here with you. So based on all of that, that's how you can have confidence in him when you face this current situation, right? Correct, correct. But you know, as you said that, um, I, I was just giggling inside, like, you know, he really would have told you things before it happened. And then when it happened, you're like, oh gosh, it's really happening, you know, and Sometimes you're like, no, did it really mean that? Like, okay, you you told me that I would go through a boat ride. But really? Like, this is how it really feels? Can you stop it now? <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Wow. And, you know, it almost, it reminds me of my own self too, as you just say. When God tells you certain things, it's like, okay, yeah, I hear you. But when you're going through it, it's far different than just hearing. When you go through those certain things, no, it's shake you. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, you hear that the fire is hot, but then you feel the fire and it's really hot, hot. <laughs> Trusting in God, as we just mentioned, you develop that trust over time. So what are some small ways that you see God was training you or developing you for the situation that you went through? Being somewhere that you don't have enough funds, I'm sure that you've never been in a situation like this before. Probably not to the magnitude of what you're going through right now, but what were some ways in which you can look back and say, okay, God did that prepare me for this? As you said, I've never really been in a country where nobody to really depend on, but I have been in situations before when I could have easily been hungry and he fed me. So thinking upon those things like really reminded me like, okay, he did it before. He could do it again. A, a perfect example is when I came back from, from Antigua and I started school and I did come back with a lot of money, right? But then the money that I came back with, I sent myself to school and I would have helped um, some of my classmates. So that money will soon be done. And now I'm at the verge of, OK, it, it doesn't look like I'm going to get to finish school because I have no money. And my grandmother was like, OK, in her attitude is like, OK, you are grown. You're, you're grown now. I'm not going to cook and leave any food for you. Right. So I couldn't even go to her and ask her for money because if I do... I would be prepared to pay her back. And I remembered, I don't know how it worked out, but all I can say was God. God aligned me with a past church member, the, the previous church I went to, and he took over my school expense and ensured that I got money to go to school every week until I was finished. So stuff like that, I would remember and like, okay, God, you did that before. So I know you can do it again. Guys, you hear that? Whenever you're going through any situation, just remember that God, in whatever little way it might be, he has been training you for the time that you're going through right now, like right this moment. Um, also, you've mentioned that you had opposition from others, right? You said they were saying you were not hearing from God. You mentioned about wearing pants, jewelry. No, it's current situation, not aligned with what you go, what what will you believe in God for? And you have opposition from one magapi. I say you're not here from God. How do you remain firm in that moment? The people them know say, okay, if they want to go through this, here's what I did, and maybe it could help you. Uh again, God would have prepared you 
from a long time, from years, and, and shown you how faithful he is. Just like David, you know, David was being prepared to be a king. Just remembering the goodness of God in your life. You really have to sit down and just think back. All of the miracles them when we, do through you or do for you or stuff like that. You have to remember. So remembrance is very important. You know, he would have spoken to, but for those who really don't understand or are used to hearing the voice of God, the situation that he brought you through and brought you out of, just remember those. You know, remember that, okay, God did this. And I know he won't stop because his word says, his words, and that's very important. Oh my, how can I forget to say that first? His word says he will never leave you nor forsake you. And just standing on the revelation of his word, whether he said it yesterday or today, remembering that and say, God, are you saying, oh God, you say enough, you not leave me nor forsake me. So I know you're not going to leave me now. And just really believing. So... As she said, it's about standing on the word of God. And first of all, you have to know what God is saying. So you have to read your Bible. And also when you sense or you hear or you get a revelation from God, you just hold on to that revelation and believe it. So as it relates to some of the things that they had to say, a lot of people out there might believe that, hey, you know, you're not supposed to wear jewelry or you're not supposed to wear pants. During that time, how did you manage to cope with your belief in God and just standing firm and not rocking under the pressure? Okay, so as I, as I said before, knowing the word. So these persons would have told me these things and I knew better to search the scripture for myself. And I've seen scripture that says woman must not wear a man's garment or a man must not wear a woman's garment. And I'm like, okay. When I don't understand certain things, because I want to explain that first. When I don't understand certain things, I know better to go back to the God of understanding because he says, lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge me so that I can direct your path. And I'm not understanding what they're saying and they're definitely not understanding me. So my conclusion at all times is, okay, let me go back to God. And it means, you know, really praying and, and searching the scripture to see what, if what they're saying make any sense. And asking God, God, can you really explain this to me? An example of the woman not wearing pants story. The scripture that they would have used is, woman must not wear a man's garment, a man must not wear a woman's garment. So I'm looking into it and I'm like, okay, just like how you have man shoes, you have woman shoes. You have man blows, you have woman blows. They call one blows, they call one shirt, but they look the same. You have man hat, you have woman hat. Uh, you have man brief, and you have woman brief, but they call woman brief panties. And I'm like, okay, you have man pants, you have woman pants. So if they're really being literal, I'm not wearing a man's clothes. I'm wearing a, a, a woman's pants, you know, so stuff like that. And I would still, I would still go back to God because I try my best. It may be sound to them that I'm, I'm knowing everything, but I know I don't know everything. So what I don't get, I would say, God, you have to give me understanding. And he would probably sometimes communicate with me through visions or he would send somebody to really explain the whole matter. I suspect what you're saying is that it has to do with personal revelation. And I'll share my experience and then maybe the listeners can get a deeper understanding of what you're trying to say. So there was a time, not very long ago, in about 2019, I sensed that the Lord was leading me to cut my hair. Right At the time, I had relaxed hair and I was on the healthy hair growth journey. I was, you know, taking care of my hair and such, feeling nice. 
And I sense that the Lord said, you know, cut your hair. At first, I was opposing it. And then after a while, you know, I start to look up pictures of persons with bald head. And, it, you know, little things are coming out my heart, right? And I did it. I just went into the mirror, cut my hair, and go, you know, I say, yeah, I'm feeling myself, right? No, after I cut my hair, I said, all right, you know, leading up to that, I was somebody who... I love my pants, I love my little tight. But after a certain time, I was baptized at that time too. But over a period of time, I started to look on people wearing skirts and I'm like, whoa, you know, they actually look good. This skirt not too bad. At the time, I didn't own any skirt, right? So I said, all right, I'm going to try this thing. So I cut my hair and I started wearing only skirt. My mother was shocked. I shana did shock coming over to her. Um, yeah, well, everybody did shock. And... At church, you know, they kept on saying, oh, you know, why you cut your hair? And, you know, the Bible says the woman's hair is her glory and and your beauty is in your hair. So I was getting a lot of those comments from people saying, why did I cut my hair? And after a month passed and they realized, oh, you know, it don't look like I'm growing it back. You know, people kept asking me about it. And I say, you know, I just don't feel like, never feel the unction to So... I share that to say that sometimes God can give us personal revelation concerning certain things. And in that time, I will not tell somebody that is wearing pants, a Christian that is wearing pants, say, hey, you're not supposed to wear pants because it's on that. Because I didn't get the revelation that I should wear pants. So we can't dictate to them if God never revealed it to them, say, hey, I don't want you to wear pants. You get me? And it wouldn't be fear of somebody to, to look on me like wearing only skirt, you're not a Christian, or you're a legalistic Christian then. So as the Bible said, anything not done in faith is sin. And so at that time, I strongly believed that, you know, God cut, led me to, to cut my hair and God led me to wear skirt. Tell them about your hair now, like what's the end result of that? So they will know that, okay, God didn't really want you to stay bald. <laughs> Okay, so now my hair, I have tall Goldilocks hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, right now my hair is natural. And uh, I started growing it back out after a year or so of having it bald. Yeah, so it's actually trying to catch, catch up now. So yeah, so it's a process. And you have to have a relationship with God so that people don't shove things on your throat and tell you, say, okay, this is what you're supposed to do. Okay, so what I get from your hair story, because it's, it's very beautiful, is that you had relaxed hair. And um, I'm not sure if you mentioned that in the podcast, but I would have known that you would have praised your relaxed hair a lot and you didn't embrace the natural hair that God gave you. Yeah, I was a bit obsessed with my hair and... You know, I wasn't embracing the naturalness that God gave to me. And this is not me saying that um, relaxed hair people not embrace what God gave them. I was just being obsessed with my hair. I, you know, anything that you put above God or you esteem higher than God is idolatry. And maybe that's what that's why he caused me to let it go. Because if no one in our heart above him. Going back to what you said in your letter, you mentioned that things are turning around. And everything is looking up right now. So looking back, what is the lesson that you have learned? And what's one thing that you believe that, you know, 
I wish I had done this better. Well, I have no regret and I am happy. I'm really grateful that I went through the process. And now looking back, what I can tell the girl yesterday and tell anyone who is going through a process right now is that it's not there to kill you. It's really there to refine you as gold. The fire is there to refine you as gold. So it's just for you to really hold on firm unto God. You know, Jesus did say in his word that the whirlwind will come, the flood will come, the storm will come. But once you're anchored or once you stand firm on the solid rock, which is Jesus Christ, God Almighty, your host that is on that solid rock, will not stumble but if you're on quicksand you will sink yeah so these things will happen your fate will forever be challenged once you're on the earth and just remembering your solid rock that he never leave you nor forsake you and he's not a man that he should lie right and whatever he says just really really standing firm on the revelation of that word also what is your word of encouragement to that woman that girl or that man that is going through a hard situation right now and they have oppositions and people that are trying to push them down but they're still holding on to that little last hope you know what do you have to say to them for all those who are out there remember the word god has spoken unto you continue to feed your spirit with the word of god because that is your food the word is your food and you need to feed your spirit sometimes we stumble along the way because our spirit man is weak you're not feeding him so the flesh will overpower him and that's how you feel anxious that's how you get double-minded become fearful and all of that so you have to be feeding your spirit with the word just like how you eat breakfast lunch and dinner ensure that you eat the word just like honestly right now i'm just getting back in motion of eating the word as often as i can i need to eat it more breakfast lunch and dinner but um so far i'm starting back again because at one point i really did stop so that too will really help strengthen you and just yeah, just hang in there man hang in there don't give up the devil wanted to give up and and just even adding to it the time when i wanted to give up the most was the day that the permit was granted you see that so my bishop would have said this before that when you don't see the promises of god which is what he told you right it means that you should wait another day so continue waiting and those that wait upon the lord shall mount up with wings like eagle they shall walk and not be weary they shall run and not faint so just wait upon the lord well you have heard it from aishana herself and thank you very much for that word of encouragement and i know that those who are listening have received something that was said from this whole process so i'm just going to go ahead and pray for those who are going through their time of testing just to keep on trusting in god heavenly father as i come before you right now i thank you mighty god for everything that you have carried your daughter aishana through i thank you that she's able to come out on the other side of this process this long journey to be able to say to others look what the lord has done in my life 
and so it is indeed a privilege and an honor to be able to testify to the glory of the lord oh lord even now jesus we know that there are people out there who are listening to this podcast or who will listen to this podcast mighty god that are facing or will face issues that they would have to to rely not on their own ability but on the strength of the holy spirit and so even now mighty god i pray that you bring back to remembrance everything that you have carried them through all the lessons that you have taught them all the ways that you have um trained them up and positioned them for the testing that they're going through right now as you said father we must take courage when we are tried that it is pruning us unto perfection and so even though holy spirit i pray that you arising your people let them not be discouraged let them not look on the problem but mighty god focus upon you for you mighty god are their present help in time of trouble even now jesus i thank you for what you're gonna do i thank you for listening heavenly father and just being a part of this conversation we put everything into your hands and under your care in jesus mighty name we pray amen that's it guys that's it we have come to the end of another episode now as always we implore you to take up a book and a pencil and start journaling today by simply saying dear god you're entering into an intimate conversation with your heavenly father and you won't regret it tune in next time for another episode of the dear god diaries podcast bye